0: Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss. Lee, the people's mentor in this episode 538 of the show. This is actually all about culture. This is me keynoting with Cole Hatter and the Thrive Make Money Matter community. It was such an awesome event to be booked for. I loved working with their mastermind and it was super fun. It was out in Newport Beach, California, and it was just a group of entrepreneurs. So I had a really great time with this and I hope you really love this episode of the show. If you do love this episode of the show, first of all, if there's any income claims, I work really hard, okay? Network marketing is not guaranteed income. However, if you love this episode of the show, make sure you screenshot it, you put in your stories, you tag me at I'm Boss Lee. You also tag whoever else you feel like tagging and make sure you ask them to listen to the show too. That's how we share the show. You haven't already hit the subscribe button. There's a bunch of you who haven't yet, but you listen all the time. So make sure you hit the subscribe button. Just kind of ring that bell. And if you feel compelled to, please leave a five star review. It also helps us in our rankings. So I appreciate you guys so much. Love you guys so much. And FYI, oh, wow, it's full moon. Just saw. <laughs> FYI, uh, I do head to Europe tomorrow for. 30 full days. So uh, I'm gonna try to do the podcast every single day, but I cannot promise anything. It's my first vacation of my entire life. So bear with me, guys. I love you, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for making uh, my dreams possible. And I hope that these podcasts help you make your dreams possible, too. to, To meet
1: this woman in Dallas, Texas, at a, a little private dinner that we did for an investor group. Uh, Ryan Steuben and one of his buddies hosted and she being uh, a native to Dallas, lives in Frisco, being a high-level entrepreneur showed up. And uh, at first I was just more impressed with her Lamborghini. I was like, I don't, I don't really, you know, I don't know what's up with her, but I love the Lambo, right? <laughs> and then as I got to, to know her and she ended up joining the communities and I'm a part of she, uh She invested $100,000 to be a member of the 100,000 or excuse me, 100 mil mastermind that uh, I'm a a member of as well, I'm an instructor in. And that's where we finally got the proximity. And uh, I'm a little bit irritated that uh, she and I have been friends now for a year this April, so 11 months. And I didn't realize that she was passionate about being in front of the rooms and teaching until literally a month ago. And I was like, what a missed opportunity that I've had somebody who's not just a legend in business, but actually teaches very well and can communicate that. I was having a conversation with somebody just now in the back of the room, I think it was Danny, there's there's a skill set in being great at being an entrepreneur and then there's a skill set in being able to teach what it is that you do and some people are incredible teachers but are broke right other people are exorbitantly wealthy but can't speak i i don't mean to rip on this person he's so successful he doesn't care (coughs) Elon Musk have you ever heard him on stage it's rough (laughs) but he's so successful he and no one else cares and god bless him a bit of a stutter and just these weird mannerisms in in how he answers questions, that you would not say is a polished keynote speaker, but he is the wealthiest person on earth. There really is something to be said about people who can make exorbitant amounts of money and actually teach in a way that is impactful and that we learn in. And the only one you're going to meet in just a second Uh, will demonstrate that to you. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Dan. all you fancy people say that. I'm gonna call him Elok. There's a, a correct pronunciation. Um, I'm not fancy enough <laughs> to even say it right. It. Uh, but So she is affectionately referred to as Boss. Anytime your name gets changed from your birth name to Boss, right, is obviously because you're up to big things. And so uh, if you would, ladies and gentlemen, she's gonna come up here and she's gonna talk to you a bit about her business and teach some universal principles, things like culture, etc., that have helped her build these awesome teams. Uh, in 41 countries, her business and, and what she does, and, and she'll explain how she does what she does, is in 41 different countries. And what's also cool about her being multi-preneur is she takes the money she's making from her primary income and is investing it passively in other organizations. I just heard her talk about how she owns hair salons and knows nothing about it. Uh, the, the hair industry, right, of how to actually curl and cut and, and dye, she knows the business and the service of cutting hair is not important to her. She understands economic scale and building and opening multiple locations and keeping them profitable. The hairstylist can know how to do dyes and cuts and all that stuff. And so I appreciate that because that's kind of the role I wanna get into where I'm an investor and I bring in creative strategizing and problem solving in the businesses that I'm partnering in, but don't even necessarily need to know how the core business like deliverable runs, right? I don't need to be a hairstylist, I just need to collect six figures a year from each location and have 10 locations and now I've got a huge seven figure business. So all of that to say, I'm really excited to share with you. Ladies and gentlemen, get up out of your seat, make some noise for Boss Lee.
0: How are you feeling today? We good? All right. right.
1: Is your mic? Hang on. I think it works. But I'm just making sure you're not muted. Okay. Yeah, you're good.
0: good? Everyone hear me okay? Great. So uh, I know I've got the worst time, right? Like I get to come after lunch. But I'm half comedian, so like you're going to be totally fine. Uh, So my name is Jessie Lee. You can call me Boss Lee if you want to. Well, I might get into kind of an alter ego conversation in a little bit because I had that in my round table and I was joking around. I'm like, if you've met me on the internet before today, we don't know her. Okay. Like that girl's crazy. Boss Lee's crazy. Jesse Lee is me. And I, and I'm going to connect with you today and talk to you a bit more about, it's not on
1: you're unmuted, but oh, whoever gave you this, we didn't Let's turn on. It. I apologize. Sorry. It's I'm like literally digging okay. your pants. This is, this is one. <laughs> it's cool. My wife loves her. She'd be fine with this. Okay. Now you're on.
0: Awesome. You uh, that's how rumors starts. Okay. So any, oh, this is much louder. Yeah. Okay. Um, so at any rate, I, I love what I do. I love teaching love training and I can talk to you about a bunch of stuff today and we'll get into all kinds of different topics, but I really want to talk about culture because that is universal to all of you. If you understand how people work and how you can make people work more and, and enjoy you and want to be around you and be part of your business and part of your culture and part of your mission, then all of these things about making money matter will start to scale for you. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool. So, ah, perfect. Thank you. So, oh, you're right. This does not. It's 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 all good. So I'm going to talk about how content is king. So we'll get into some social media stuff for sure, uh, because I am big, 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 big on creating content. And then we're going to talk really about how to create a culture that works for you and for your business, no matter what your businesses are now, I am the number one network marketer in the world, but I have taken all of the skill sets and systems and processes that are inside of network marketing and I've implemented it into a whole bunch of brick and mortar stores, different businesses. Um, I, he already edified me enough, but we don't need to talk up here all day long about what I do. And then I will leave time for all of you guys to have some questions and answer at the end because I'm going to imagine you will have some questions and you might want some clarification. sound good? All right, so uh, that's me crying, yay. So, this is an example of an event that I've put on. This is just some of my sales reps. There were 811 people right before COVID shutdown obviously happened. Um, and like Cole said, our organization did $240 million in sales last year. So, that is revenue. Um, I don't want to make any kind of crazy income claims, I will say. It's pretty crazy, the amount of money I make from this, uh, which is very much so passive, and that is really what has allowed me to have the lifestyle I do, and then you can start your own businesses, and you can do passion projects, and you can be big in philanthropy, and you can do all this kinds of stuff. So, All right, so this is really important. You might wanna write this down. This is a quote that I heard somewhere years ago, and it changed everything for me because I realized that I could shift the way everything happened inside of my business, and that is that culture is happening, whether you create it, or whether you let someone else create it. And that's like a scary thought for some of you, right? Because some of you just flashed into your head and you're like, oh my God, that's literally happening in my office right now. This a-hole is doing blah, 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 and people listen to him, right? Or people listen to her, or that's not what I want, where I want this to go, or this person doesn't care about making money matter the way I care about it, or they don't actually care about this. And it starts to unravel, and it's very difficult to scale if everything feels a little out of your control, right? And we, we've all been there, by the way. If you've started your own business, you know it's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be rainbows and sunshine. There's always going to be something going on. But if you are aware of the culture you want to create and then you cultivate the create the culture that you want and it turns into something huge, people can latch onto it and you can scale and expand. All right? So um, you'll see all kinds of different random photos throughout this just because I, I, I love these people. These people are like my heart. I just... Ugh. Oh, and I'm big on experiences, which we'll get through, um, get to a point later in the presentation about, but you'll notice there's a lot of diversity and you'll see that's based around my core values. And we'll get into that in a little bit, but I wanted my number one core value. I think that might be the next slide. It does, There it is, uh, is empathy. Okay. And empathy for me also includes inclusion. So I don't care if you're male, female, I don't care if you're 85, I don't care if you're 18, I don't care if you live in Germany, if you live in Asia, if you li- I, I don't care about your religion, I don't care about any of these things, I want to know more about you. And that was something that was really different because I started seeing when I was in the business world, and maybe you see this in your own business, it was like everyone kind of looked the same, right? I would go to somebody's business and it's like, okay, this is clearly like the... You know, like, uh, I don't know, like the Stepford Wives. You know, everyone looks the flip and same over here. These are all like the gym bros. They all work together over here. It's like everyone had their little pods of people. And I'm like, you really can't scale a business, guys, if everybody looks like you, walks like you, talks like you, and yes-mams you all day long. I don't know who need to hear that, but i need to hear that. Okay? If everyone always agrees with what you're doing and everything is always perfect that you're coming up with, you cannot grow because you don't have anybody ever giving you constructive criticism. You don't have anybody giving you the feedback that you need in order to grow. And so... You need to decide what matters to you, all right? What are the values culturally that matter to you inside of your organization? And I know all of you have these somewhere. If they're not already written down, they're somewhere probably in your heart or you wouldn't be part of the Thrive community, right? Okay, like I just know that about you. I know, I know your people. And so what do you want people to think about when they think about you if this hasn't already been established? You need to leave here today if you do, well, there's a lot of things I'm going to tell you to do, so this is one of them. You need to write down the things that you want people to think of when they say, oh, what do I think about when I think about John? Oh, what do I think about when I think about Susan? Like, you want people to go, duh. Now, I know you don't really know me yet, but you're going to get to know me. I already explained the the empathy portion of everything. I always slow down. I will look you in your eyes. I will give you the time of day, and I want to hear you. The execution, I am an assassin. Okay, like it doesn't, I mean, you probably kind of figured that out just from Cole talking about me, but if you spend any amount of time around me, I will have two phones in my hands. I don't know why my brain works the way it does, but it is wicked fast. I can do things faster than, like, anybody I've ever met before. If I say I'm going to do it, it's done. If I hear an idea that I like from you, it's already implemented. If I say I'm going to hire something, I'm hiring them 35 seconds later. Like, I don't sit around and wait, and I've built a whole culture on that. So our top salespeople are the same way. It's not like, oh, I like the idea of trying TikTok. It's like I said the word TikTok before the talk was out of my mouth. The app was already downloaded. You know, like, time is the most precious resource, and we are entrepreneurs. If you want to scale your business, like, Stop taking time like it doesn't matter because it does. You have no idea, right? So I execute very quickly. Excellence. I don't know why there's a question mark. I need to like edit this slide. Excellence? No. <laughs> no. Okay, excellence is definitely a core value of mine. I hold myself to a very high standard. And therefore, when I'm looking into the leadership groups that everybody like the VPs will get to in a minute here, um, in in, uh, in any of my businesses or my management teams inside of my brick and mortars or whatever. Everyone has to have a certain level of excellence. If I call you, it means pick up. It doesn't mean like wait till the fifth ring. I know that might sound crazy, but like everything has to be done according to core values. And if you're not resonating with what I'm saying, well, then that's okay. Maybe like excellence wouldn't be a core value, but it is for me. I don't like little details. Like that's bothering me. Like, of course, I don't know the word excellence or the freaking question mark. It doesn't belong there, right? Like things like that drive me bananas. I hate that. And then you can probably already tell energy. Um, I am super introverted actually, which is why I haven't really talked to that many of you probably. And you're like, what? She's got all this energy. No, 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 no. Okay, like I said, Voss Lee, man, we all know her. She's crazy. Uh, But I do have a lot of energy when I do stuff. So if you see me online, it's all very attractive online. You've gotta have a lot of movement. You've gotta have a lot of energy. Um, And I do pour that energy into a lot of people. And so these are my core values. Again, it doesn't have to resonate with you. It could be patience is a core value. It could be, um, I don't know, whatever. You guys just write them down. And then you have to build everything around this. So anything you do, every decision you make, you have to say, hey, does this go in alignment with this? And if the answer is no, you throw it out of bed immediately, right? Like it's like a no, like there's no tolerance around it because then it goes right back to what I said at the beginning. If you're not creating your culture, then other people are. Make Make sense. Y'all are like digesting a lot of carbohydrates now, I already know, it's okay, it's okay, it's all right. Okay, so I already kind of gave you this, but what really is your code of conduct? I am a fast, fast firer. okay? So I've created a corporate structure inside of my network marketing business, which I'll talk about. I fire people from positions very quickly in that, and then I also fire very quickly in brick and mortars and everything from business managers, project managers, whatever, it doesn't matter, okay? If you are not in alignment with the core values and the culture of what I have built, it just doesn't make sense for me to keep you around. Like how many of you just out of, there's like some serious nodding on that one. Okay. So there sounds like there's some PTSD in the room, guys. Okay. So who's the person you know you need to fire? Like they're in your head right now. Like, oh my God. why haven't I fired them? Right. They're doing damage. Aren't they? Yes. Like even with little stuff, let me tell you something. Problems start as little baby like lizards. Okay, like, you know, like, <laughs> you any, game, any Game of Thrones fans, like, you know what I mean? Like that scene in Game of Thrones where the dragons are little babies, and like, and <laughs> you <know>, like, the, <gasps> come on, like, no, okay. I love Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then by the time it turns into like, dragons. And they're like burning the whole entire village like it's too late friends you screwed up all right like you let it get a little crazy like too many people let khaleesi just go freaking bananas and next thing you know villages are burning down okay I like i really liked her i resonated with mother of dragons i'm like hell no no not anymore oh no okay so all right good y'all, y'all get it now okay so like that's how it starts though those of you that person who like Maybe you have a, a core value of timeliness, and this this person, keeps showing up late, and they're like, sorry, bro, I mean, did you see the traffic on the blah, blah, blah? And like, yeah, because I drove to work, too, like I didn't live here last night, okay? Like, these little tiny things that are just constant, and you're just kind of like, oh, but it's, but she's like our number one salesperson. Oh, he's our number one, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't care. Everyone is replaceable. I don't know to hear that. I don't usually say it that directly. Like I feel like I'm gonna be like direct energy right now. So it's true. Okay, it's really, really true. And sometimes your best salespeople are the ones who are not yet performing because you're allowing the dragon to stay in the room. Yeah. Right, and they keep seeing you edify this a-hole over and over and over again. And they're like, I'm never going to get her attention. I'm never going to get his attention because I'm not evil. Right? And they keep bringing little things to you. And then they just stop bringing things to you. And then next thing you know, your business is like burning down. You got to put out all these fires. A lot of fire references right now. Okay. But anyway, you have to hire and fire based on this. And you just kind of got to be ruthless about it sometimes. I am not like an instant fire or like I'll have a conversation. I'm not like crazy about that, but I really think more of us need to make sure we're in alignment with cultural values or else we're going to start having issues where things like this do start to happen. And then you personally have to live them, okay? So this is an event I put on a couple weeks ago in Dallas, Texas, 700 people, uh, two (laughs) weeks ago. And somebody snapped this photo. And this is me at the back of the room while somebody else is keynote speaking. And If it's important to me to be present and to give energy to somebody, and if I say that I'm somebody who is going to be empathetic to somebody else's story, then how am I not gonna watch the entire presentation? You can't even see my face and you can see how engaged I am, right? Like I live my core values every single day. Like You don't have to ask if I went to the gym. You don't have to ask if I drank the right amount of water that I say I'm going to drink. not have to ask if I did things. It's the way I live. And if you start to live your entire life by it, it starts to spill into your culture and your business too. And then your business grows because people trust you, right? So again, it starts with you. This is me flying. I just like that my feet are off the ground. All right. So I'm going to get into a lot of this stuff. I'm going to talk about branding. I'm going to talk about um, getting people's buy-in with stuff. We're going to get into all of this. But this is just an example of some, some. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. You can see what this example is. Of and I don't have to explain. Okay. How are you different? What makes people want to join your company? Can we all agree the hardest thing in the world right now is hiring? Yeah, it's like so much fun right now. Like people just really wanna work in 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just love this for us. Oh my God, geez. It's just the best. Um, And If you ask yourself how you're different, here's the thing. I don't have all the solutions for hiring. I'm always hiring as well. I'm always trying to fire myself, but I can tell you I am so good at retention. Attrition is extremely low in all of my businesses because I make people feel all of those things I said when I referenced my core values and my culture. Does this make sense? Okay, do you really wanna lose your sweet employees? I'm gonna guess no. Do you really want to lose the good managers that are helping you scale stuff? I'm going to guess no. Do you really want to lose your VP of whatever, your VP of whatever, your president of what? No. No. So you have to make sure these people feel like they're part of something, that they want to grow with you, that they see a future with, and that they're like, you know what? I might not. Like, just make them feel. Just leave. That's like the word. Just make them feel. Okay? So this is an example of uh, this is somebody who she was – I don't know. I guess she – Probably made like, I don't know, half a million dollars or something. That's her husband behind her or whatever. She drove down to Ark from Arkansas to my house in Texas. And actually, I've never told this story. I'm gonna tell this story. Can I tell you guys a funny story. It's yeah, not like yeah. really that funny of a story. Okay. So like um, singles of Pringle, always mingling, okay? That's like me, it's like my my struggle. No, I'm kidding, it's like a good struggle. But uh I had a boyfriend at the time in this photo. Okay, and this man was like, you always are training, have priorities, i never in conflict, and I am not a priority to you because it is a Friday night and we are not on date night. And I'm like, bro, there are things like timeliness and things that like take time. Like we can go on a date on Saturday, she's about to hit a half a million dollars. Like right now, like she don't even know, like her husband is smuggling her down from Arkansas right now, right? In this huge fight, like the, my house is full of people. I have this huge six bedroom, you know, mega mansion in Frisco, Texas. The house is full of people, balloons, like all this stuff. He's like, We need to talk. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> This crap means, right? Like, good God, right? So I'm like, All right, let's talk. I'm like, I gotta hurry up because she's about to hit this freaking half a million dollars. It matters to me in our culture. And I don't know why, but sometimes I have a mouth on me. God bless it, you know, and he's, I don't remember what he said, but I said, he goes, I just feel like she's more important to you than I am. I said, she is. I've known her way longer than I've known you. This girl is driving the whole business. Yeah, I'm going to make sure she feels wow. He's like, what? I said, can we not throw axes tomorrow? Like the, the, wood, the wood thing is still going to be there tomorrow. This happens tonight. Now, I have no regrets for the record, okay? I mean, it's actually, I've really literally never told a story. I actually deported him. Um, and I've seen him. So, like, wow. I mean, I'm really t- sorry, Cole. I don't know where Cole is. It's a real story. Um, so, a little bit of a savage sometimes. Uh, but I like him foreign. So, you know, uh, I was like, get out of my country. So, um, great. So, oh my God, he says, I mean, look, okay, let just, let's just help so you, anyway. Um, but, it, it, and now, this is like two years later, that girl is still ride or die. You know what I mean? Like this girl now is making millions of dollars. This girl felt my presence, my, my importance to her and her family, right? Because some things are timely and some things can wait just like a minute. What are the things that you choose instead of putting things in your business that you know you need to put first? Like, what are those things? Does that make sense to everybody? Yeah, doesn't have to be as dramatic as my ridiculous story of deportation, but you know, like whatever that is for you, um, make people feel, make people feel your love, your presence, etc. And so this year with managers assigning tasks, I in all of my businesses allow people the autonomy to lead. Please write it down. I know you're the best at what you do. That's why you're a CEO. That's why you're a founder. That's why you're the one who gets to make the big money, hopefully in the long run, right? You are the best. But if you don't allow people to screw up and if you don't allow people to step into their power, they never get the opportunity to learn, okay? There's a word that I like to use all the time. I've probably used it 15 times this morning already. I don't even know why people bother texting me sometimes because the word that they get is, huh? (laughs) Huh? That's like my most commonly used text message. If I search H-U-H in my phone, there's the hundreds of huh, huh, huh? And people are like driven crazy by it at first until they understand what I'm doing. Like you don't need, like how many of you are so guilty of you answer every flipping question they ask? And you're like, why are you asking me this again? This is like literally in every SOP that's ever been made. Go watch the Loom video on it. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Like, have you ever heard of this website called Google? It's G O O G L E. This is not difficult, people. Okay? Like, you really just want to smack these kids sometimes, right? Don't, don't. Like, violence is not the answer. Okay? But that was not my training. You know, sometimes people hear things incorrectly, and I just want to, like, force correct. All right? Look. So, I use the word huh sometimes what if I'm feeling, you know, fancy. What? <laughs> what, huh, what, huh, what, okay. huh? They know what it means right away. They don't text back. You know, like it'll say read by John or whatever. I'm like, all right, John knows what's up. I gave him a hum. It just means figure it out. But a lot of the times if they go totally silent, I'm like, they might have took the hum a wrong way. I'll just say three words, which will scale a business no matter who you are, which are I trust you. Okay, I say huh and I trust you all the time you don't need to be people's parents right you just don't and i know you love your business but really how many things can they actually ruin you got to ask yourself this sometimes like will the whole business set on fire if you don't jump in when you're on a vacation with your family for five days no like nothing's gonna go up in flames guys i mean heaven forbid i shouldn't say that because then they'll call me you told me all right okay. all right so You might have already noticed these little gang signs. We'll get into them in a minute. This is all based around culture as well. Um, I I took this from something. I'll kind of talk about it right now. So these little gang, it's a crown. You see how it's like a crown? Okay, so our team is the empire, right? So 41 countries continually expanding, a lot of of international expansion going on. Uh, There's multiple countries even represented in this photo here. So I was like, people love imagery, right? They just do. Like, you guys, like, who, who's not excited about having swag that says, I mean, half of you have the shirt on right now. You know, you see, like, the little stuff on the tables. you are like, ooh, let me grab my little Thrive thing. we take get my photo and show that I'm a Thrive. People love it. You take a photo in front of, the, front of these things. Everybody loves this stuff. People like to be associated with stuff. Humans are tribal creatures. We know this. We know this. Like, this is your tribe, right? This is your Thrive tribe. Oh my god, that's so cute! Like that. Okay, so anyway, I was like, I, I stole this actually from a sorority, which is the real cult, right? Like, you really pay it for your friends—that's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I saw this sorority—I don't remember—I don't even know what it is—but uh, they were like throwing up little crowns. I'm like, that is smart. And the amount of people that have actually joined in this business opportunity in particular because they've seen a photo of this, and they go, I just really wanted to do the thing where you guys just scream on a video, crowns up! And everyone goes, ah! (laughs) I'm like, really? Because people want a sense of belonging. So again, when you're starting to think about what your culture is, it doesn't have to be gang affiliated. I mean, this is not gang affiliation, but you know it doesn't have to be gang affiliated. You don't have to throw up gang signs. You don't have to do whatever. But I want you to think about how can somebody be part of what you're doing? How can somebody say, oh my gosh, I love being part of that? I get to do this when I go to Thrive events. I get to do this when I get when I go to work. I have this experience every time I show up to an event or a dinner or a that or whatever. So all of our events are branded. The same, everything the logo looks identical. Everything, everywhere. Same thing with my salon, same thing with I have car dealerships, same thing with everything. So, like, yeah, I, I like supercars. So, I have a new Lambo since you saw my other Lambo. Because, like, <laughs> I love them, I love them. <laughs> um, I'm like crazy about them. Uh, but yeah, like, one of the first times Dan Fleischman edified me, he's like, This girl, she flips supercars. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> But same thing in the car dealership. Everything is always the same. Everything should be something that when people see a logo, they think about you. Makes sense, right? Like, you see crowns everywhere. So you, I saw it earlier, and now I'm looking at you again. You walk past, your crown is nothing like my crown, but I was like, ha-ha, we got a man with a crown on his head. I love this. Right? It just makes, like, I feel a certain type of way when I see it, even though we, are, we have no affiliation. So think about when you're, when you're coming up with this kind of logo for your culture or whatever, how will people, like if somebody sees something that's just even similar to your company out and about, will they think about you? Will they think about their job? Will they think about the community that they're part of? Will they think about how, you know, whatever? Of course they will. Like this color blue is like a very specific blue. Like to me, I think it's very specific. I don't know, do you always use this blue? Is it always this blue? Yeah. yeah. See, it's intentional, I would assume. All right, so if you wanna make your culture the best, which I think you should, Gift zones is really what I'm trying to say with the first part. I had a conversation in my round table over here and we were talking about how, oh my gosh, like I had hired and I had somebody in totally the wrong job. Who's been here before? Has anyone ever hired somebody for something and you're watching a work and they're really trying but you're like, bro, you are struggling. Like you are riding the struggle bus, right? When you're like a good person but this is not it and you don't want to lose them because maybe they work with all your core values. Is someone popping in your head right now? Find somewhere that you can let them work in their gift zones. Don't let them feel defeated because they will stop performing, okay? That's gonna be, that could change your whole business. Whoever is listening, like if you're like, if you're really thinking of someone right now, that could scale your whole business. Some of you just need to sit down when you leave here with whoever that person is who's in your head right now and say, hey, I love everything you do. I want you to be happier. Meaning, what do you like to do? Like, what are you actually passionate about? Don't tell me what you think I want to hear. Tell me what you like to do. Because you might have incredible content curators in your business that you don't even know because you currently got them running data or something because they applied for a job to fill, you know, a a financial hole they had, but they actually have talents in what you need. So I'm really good at being like, now again, maybe this goes to I'm a feeler. I'm, like, always feeling people's emotions and energy and whatever. But I'll be like, you? I, I love you, man. Like you are not happy with what you're doing here. What do you like to do? And they'll be all scared at first. They think they're in trouble, you know, <laughs> And then you can put them in, the, in their gift zone. They'll be faster, they'll be, be more efficient. They'll wanna work harder, they'll wanna work faster. They'll start being creative because their time's not being spent in you know, Excel sheets or something when they shouldn't be doing that right go have those conversations with people let them do what they do so I'm gonna get into what this group is this isn't even the whole photo but I have a group that I call the lab it just stands for leadership advisory board I'm guessing some of you probably have some boards of people this is kind of like my C-suite inside of this okay and every single one of them could not be more different I'm gonna go through all of it so you don't have to worry about it yet but just keep this in mind None of them have the same skill sets as me, and I don't have the same skill sets as any of them. I talked about it a little bit earlier, but you don't want a bunch of little clones of you running around. You can't build a business doing that, okay? Um, I'm constantly encouraging teaching. So as an example, in my salons, I'll give this this, and then maybe you can think of a way this will work in your business. In salons, there's always something new coming out. Okay, it's kind of annoying actually, right? It's like now there's 64 different kinds of extensions. I'm like, fantastic. Okay, you're like, now we've got this different kind of treatment with this blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't care, right? But I will spend the money to bring in an educator. I will incentivize everyone, all the stylists, they don't have to pay. I incentivize them to come to a training to learn how to do whatever the new thing is. Cause I know the new thing will move the bottom line. will bring in more revenue. Now with a salon that does this kind of extension or this kind of color, this kind of cut, this kind of whatever, 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 whatever. So that resonating with any of you for any of your businesses, like how there's something, some kind of skill that if everyone kind of learned it, everyone would get a little better. I will tell you the one thing that I have never, ever had any kind of ugh around when it came to spending money on is educating my people. Okay. Like I put on big events and I bring in big names because I want them to have their minds blown, right? It is worth spending the money to get the educators in if it's something that is going to scale your business. Make sure whoever you're bringing in as a speaker is culturally aligned with you. Going back to a culture conversation because you (laughs) you don't know sometimes. I mean, somebody might come up here and talk about deporting people. I mean, you just don't know who's going to talk on your stage and what. I'm just kidding. Okay. Before. All right, but anyway, <laughs> I'm always bringing people in though, constantly. And and how many of you have ever had to? How many? of You all, I guess, go to events. We're all event people. You're all you're all people who value education. Okay, how many of you have been to an event where you know you've heard what that person said before, but for some reason you leave your like I just heard from this guy, and let me tell you, and like you're telling it to your best friend. He's like, bro, that is literally what and Let said like two weeks ago on our call. And I'm like, really? I say never heard that before? Right? Because sometimes you just need to hear things from different voices. So I'm always bringing people. It doesn't have to be me. Take your ego out of it sometimes and understand people have different learning styles. It's why I like PowerPoint presentations because I am clearly ADHD. I'm a little squirrel. All, right? I'm all, 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 all my brain is too fast. If I don't have visual and like a comedy show over here at the same time, I have like voice inflection, a lot of movement, and like whatever, I, you lost me. I'm lost. Okay? So, like, it's just... Anyone else like that? I don't know. You've, like, I have to have all kinds of stimulations. Like, I'm, I'm the person who watches the movies with closed captions. Anyone else? Oh, you're my people, man. I'll, like, go to the movie theater. I'm like, I gotta go see a foreign film because I can't... I don't even... Like, oh, did you see the new Batman? I think so. I don't remember. It been Spider-Man. I have no memory because there were no captions. Okay? So I'm always encouraging teaching. I'm always encouraging different learning styles. I'm always trying to bring in different voices because different people learn different ways. Okay? All right. So, um, and get yourself out of it. Anytime you can fire yourself, I'm constantly huh and what this group in particular. Like, my VPs are constantly huh, huh, huh. Or like if I get a really good flyer or something from like my marketing team, I'll send it off to them, and I'm like, you guys look at this. You look it over. I don't look it over. You tell me something needs to be fixed. I don't know. I trust you. Okay? Um, and Oh, yeah, I was just saying this is my small group. I praise loudly, loudly what I want to see more of. And if I could guess, most of you are bad at that. And most of you are really good at seeing when people screw up. I like the little gentle nods, like, oh god, she's right. Oh jeez, I'm called out, okay, shot fired. Yeah, it's normal to be like, you are doing the wrong. What are you doing? And <laughs> just wanna like rip their heads off. <laughs> Highly ineffective, have you noticed? Scare away really good people. Okay, now, the only reason I could train on this is because I was a psychopath, okay? I started an entrepreneurship 11 years ago and full-time 11 years ago, and all I did was yell at people, <laughs> right? You did something wrong, I was the first one who was like, Zoom, now! And that's when I should've invested in Zoom, by the way, okay? I really screwed up on that one, all right? But I'd be like, get on Zoom right now! What are you doing? How can you do this? You say, I was terrible. People, like, I would do, like, one of like, if I walked close to you, okay, like, it was not good, you know? Like, it was just, I had this fear-based leadership and it did not work, and I started realizing that if I would, if you did something stupid and I straight up ignored it, like, pretend I didn't see it, and then I went and I found the good, like, maybe you crushed something, and it might not even be a huge deal, I would practically throw a parade for you. And people were like, wait a minute, so we do get her attention when we're bad, we get her attention good, and it shifted my whole culture because then people wanted to start doing little things, little things, little things, little things, little things. We have a huge culture of contribution because every time someone contributes to something, I go nuts about it, right? I'll say their names on big calls with thousands of people. You know, I'll, put, I'll tag them in an Instagram story, which sounds so trivial, but people care about this kind of stuff. Right? I'm always you know shouting them out, shouting them out, little gifts, little gifts. The photo earlier from Louis Vuitton, I went to Italy, which that's the way to do it. Okay, this is like a coupon, extra bonus tip. You can write it down. When you want to buy designer, you go to the countries it's created in. Okay? It's like half off. It's like a coupon and no taxes. All right? You're welcome. Okay? So, like, it was a lot, but it would have been, like, double if I was in America. So, but anyway, I bought, I bought out like not bought out the Louis Vuitton store in Verona, but I spent like eighty thousand dollars in gifts. I went crazy. I mean, shoes and key, everything, keychains and 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 luggage and bags and like six Neverfolds and like all kinds of stuff. And all these people, and some of them hadn't even done anything crazy big, but it was like you did the right thing. And I wrote them a note. You know, I appreciate you so much. Sent them these bags. They got them from Italy because I, I lived in Italy in the summer of 2020. That was great, let me tell you what, oh okay? It was like empty, it was so cool. Um, but anyway, it shifted so much of the culture because people started saying, well, she's, you know, every time I'm doing something good or I'm even trying, I'll get recognized, all right? And then y'all know this, you're not stupid, lead from the front, right? People will do what you do, not what you say to do. And I know you know that. So we kind of already talked about this, so I don't have to go too much into it, but your company name matters. Um, some of you, it might be time for a rebrand anyway, and you know it, and you've known it for a while. You don't like what your company is called. You don't like the name of it. You don't think it has a ring to it. You don't like your tagline. You don't like your logo. You don't like whatever. Um, change it. It's not too late. Um, I like using i fi- I've used fiber.com a million times for stuff. I have a really awesome marketing guy now though. That is just like the he comes up. I was showing my breakout sessions, some of the stuff. He comes up with, it's like, it's wicked. It's so good. Um, but People, like I said, associate with imagery. So make sure whatever it is you settle on, it's something that when people see it, they feel something. When people see it, they feel something. Right. So I don't know everyone's business isn't here yet, but I will tell you this is really, really important stuff. And so when people see it, what do they feel? What do they they feel like they represent? So here's more of the gang sign. (laughs) All right, so this is a long list. You might just want to take a photo of it. I'm big on a lot of stuff. Obviously events, obviously training I already talked about. I am really easy... I think it seems like to get a hold of. So I do the dual phone thing, but I use the community app. I think it's Gary Vaynerchuk's app. And I love this. So in all of my brick and mortar places, people think that they have access to me. Like how many of you, if I told you to give your personal phone number to anyone who came into your business, you'd be like, hell no. I know they're about to call me. Like all the time complaining. Something's broken. Something's wrong. Something that, 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 that. that. You'll be surprised. I don't know why it's like this. I think it's a psychology thing. But when people feel like they have access to the power, they don't abuse the power. I wanna write that down. They won't abuse it. So all my storefronts will have, it's like a you know one of those little pop-up things or whatever that's like right at checkout and it says like, if you were in any way dissatisfied and you feel the need to talk to our owner, this is her personal number. Feel free to reach out. Now I gave a community number, okay? because. Like, with all the stuff that's going on with all my social media and stuff, now there's some people who are like, you know, oh, I'm a huge fan. You know, and I'm like, that's not what it's for. So mm-hmm. the community I love, because you'll get a text message, and it goes to your actual phone, just so you know, in case you don't know. And then you can reach out to them directly. But I have had these storefronts now for years, and I have had one phone call. One lady. And she was all pissed off, you know, all hot and bothered. And I was like, hey, talk to me. What's going on? And then in five minutes, she's like, I can't wait to come back in. Ah! You know, she's like all excited, you know? It's something about just when people feel like they have access to you, they just chill out a little bit. When they feel like the solution's that close, they just calm down a little bit. It's when you start gatekeeping yourself that people go, I don't like this experience. I don't like this company. I had a bad, you know, (laughs) I'm going to write a review on Yelp. Okay, well, I'm not going to read it, so go ahead. All right? But anyway, this next one, really, really, really big. Write it down. Your favorite things. How many of you think you know your employees? Pretty well. Yeah? Okay. So, like, do you know their shoe size? Do you know their favorite designer? Do you know their favorite store they shop at that's not designer? Do you know their grocery store that they go to? Do you know their favorite airline to fly? Do you know if they like gold or silver? Do you know if they like roses or peonies or are allergic to lilies? Do you know what their spouse's name is? Do you know their kids' names? You what know are their like dogs' names? Do you know their birthday, anniversaries, important dates? I know I just got y'all messed up. Now you're like dog <laughs> crap. I'm ruined. I'm destroyed. I don't know any of this stuff. Yeah, I know. Nobody does. But you want to have a culture of excellence and you don't even know the people that are driving your bottom line? Do you know like somebody who might have like a sick spouse or do you know somebody whose kid is not doing great? Maybe not. So I have an intake form for all of my businesses. It's just a Google form, so just go on Google, again, G O O G L E. Okay? The little purple one is the forms. Okay, so you click the purple one, and you make a Google form. It's just an intake form. Whenever you hire somebody, get them to fill it all out. And a lot of them are like, I don't know what designer, I'd be like, and and so I have it written like, if you could shop anywhere in the world and money was no objection, where would you shop? I don't know, Louie. Whatever, okay? I have all of this information. So then when they do good stuff like I talked about, and I wanna recognize good behavior, It's no longer some generic Harry and David gift basket that nobody wants. Can somebody please put that company under? Because I don't want your pears, okay? Like your pears and your apples and your summer sausages are not it for me, so stop sending me that crap, okay? Anyone else, just me? Okay, you're laughing like really hard, so I'm gonna go ahead and say you've also been personally victimized by Harry and David, okay? I hate that, it's so impersonal, it's like tell me you don't even like me without telling me you don't even like me, all right? Can't stand it. So I even have like, what office supplies would you like? Or are you Mac or, or you know are you Apple or are you Android? You know what kind of technology stuff would you like? And so then when someone is absolutely crushing it, I can send them a gift that they're like, whoa! How did Jesse Lee know that I'm obsessed with Gucci and I wear a 37? <laughs> they don't even remember filling it out because it was their intake form. You understand? Top sellers, top performers, top whatever. My managers, etc. I have them fill it out every six months because it's my goal for them to scale their business so much that their whole lifestyle changes, right? They're no longer living in the basements or the little tiny apartments with their, you know, six best friends or whatever, you know, like Gary Vaynerchuk style, like all sleep on top of each other or something. That's always his (laughs) like, like his best advice is like, be poor and just, I'm like, or not Gary, like let's just make some money, man, right? But anyway, so like I don't want to sleep with nine people in the roaches too, like that just doesn't interest me. Um, But I have them fill it out like every six months because they'll start shifting. It'll go from, I like to shop. I want Walmart gift cards pretty quickly to Target. Next thing you know, they're like, I'll take Neiman. You know, I'm like, oh, damn, like you're getting rich, rich. Okay, that's how it is. All right. Used to be able to buy you Nikes. Now it's got to be red bottom shoes. I see, I see. Okay, but it's useful information. And people, again, will be so part of your culture because they're like, oh my gosh, she knows me. Can you imagine? And by the way, there's a lot of... Well, whatever. There's a lot of men in here, but there's also a lot of women in here. And the women will agree, and the men who know, know. A lot of stuff runs through the wives. Okay? You want him to be able to work late? You don't need to make him happy. You got to make her happy. (laughs) Am I right? So what if on their wedding anniversary, you knew? And you like gave him the day off and sent like their favorite champagne and her favorite flowers because you knew it because of an intake form. And he forgot and she forgot and all of a sudden you look like the flippin' CEO, founder, owner of the damn century. You look like a superhero. Next time you need a couple extra hours, you need to take an extra trip, you need whatever. The wife is like, oh honey, go, go, go go do, do they know that i like chocolate covered cherries too or is that is that <laughs> they freak out like the wives are happy right <laughs> birthday cards people don't remember people's birthdays then you got them working on their birthday what if they came to work on their birthday and there's a card in a balloon or whatever the hell you know what i mean like little tiny stuff right you all know love languages right okay i actually just made a reel about love languages today i don't know who said it should be like two love languages i don't know maybe i'm greedy but like i'm gonna need all five so, I actually said, who's the hoe who said you get two? That's actually what I said. All right. Um, but anyway, like, do you know how people need to be recognized? Because there are some people who they just want five minutes with you in the morning at the, you know, whatever, or the people, you guys understand love languages. If you don't, 5loveleverges.com. Um I have wow walls and all my brick and mortars, and I've also put this on social media as well through my I believe, like a team Instagram page. Anytime good reviews come in, do people know? Like, do your people know that they're doing a good job? From the public, not even just you. So this is really easy at hair salons, right? Really easy at car dealerships. Oh, I just love my experience with Mark. It was, he was so awesome and knowledgeable. It got me right in the car I needed and blah, 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 blah. blah. I'll print that off when the email comes in and I'll just stick it in the, in the back room, the employee break room. So we have a wow wall that's just covered in like happy stuff. So they walk in and you know how it is, people are naturally competitive. So they walk in, they're like looking for their name, like <laughs> <laughs> I did a good job, <laughs> you know? And then if they're not on there, they're like doing the most to get on this stupid wall. It's crazy, all right? I love big retreats. I love team retreats, fancy stuff. My next one um, we're doing is in Palm Springs. So we're going to rent, like, we rented a gigantic mansion, you know, the whole extra, extra whatever. You don't have to be nuts about this kind of stuff. You can just get an Airbnb. People want your time more than anything. So don't overthink this stuff. But if COVID taught me anything, it's that people really want to be around people. They really want proximity. They really want time. They really want human connection. And so I love that. So this is me in Mexico. I flew down last year. I surprised. uh, Obviously a group of, it was a big group of my men, my Mexican men, but um, they're all shirtless and handsome, but whatever. Uh, We were in Cancun. I shocked them. I surprised them. We all went down there and then we ended up doing huge events while I was there. They threw it together really fast. And then the second one is uh, my summer in Italy. So same thing. Um, Anywhere I travel, I always have business. So I'll kind of do like a twofer. And I just said, hey, I'll rent a villa in Patzolengo. And they were like, you will? I'm like, yeah, for sure. And so this was like one random night, couple, well, it was more than a couple people, I guess, showed up and, uh, and it was awesome. But I already went through all this stuff. How many phone calls a day can you make just gratitude phone calls? I do a lot of gratitude stuff. So I just do five a day. They're never long. And most of the time when I, I mean, think about it. You're the boss. If you call and you say, hey man, I just want to say I'm really grateful for you. I appreciate your work on that project last week. That's it. I don't have any, anything else to say. I was just calling to say thank you. They'll be like, (gasps) (laughs) what? Because the number one complaint I hear from employees, you see this all over the internet, right? It's like, you do good at your job, and what do you get? More work. (laughs) You get more work. No one says thank you, no one recognizes you. You can be that difference. I like to be that difference for people. These are just more random photos. Uh, big Asian team as well. Um, I rented out a suite. This is two weeks ago at the Dallas Stars game. So Stars and Rangers. And rented the big limousine and did the whole craziness with all of them. And whatever. Pop sockets for everyone. That's an Australia tour top left. My, Portug- my Portuguese, whatever. Just more time stuff. Time stuff. Time stuff. And I don't know if this video... This is two videos. I really want... No, why doesn't this play? Hold a on. A bad day happens. Yes, Family okay. emergency happens. I can promise you a joke. going to still pause. get it done. Oh, wait. Ah! Hold on. It's my first day. No, no, no. I... A bad... Uh, ah! Uh-huh. Audio.
1: Hang on. We're going to do something on the fly. With okay. Oh, wow. I couldn't plug... I'm just going to let you do it. I I feel like I, I have to rate this. I didn't know you needed it. All right. We... Where's Ben? Will you turn this uh, channel three down a little bit so it doesn't echo?
0: It's only 30 seconds, but it's
1: good. That's what I told Sonia. Now we have a son. <laughs> 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 just, uh, just need 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying.
0: Well, that's how you make voice. You can have
1: lifetime, you can have lifetime commitments in 30 second uh, increments. Is, is, where's the video?
0: The bottom left.
1: Here, I'll let you Well
0: I don't know how to like do this. I'm, I'm technologically challenged. Why is it? Playing a bad one day too, happens, a family emergency happens, it can promise you a joker's gonna still get it done. When your brains tell you it's not working
1: when they Oh shoot, did I just touch it? Sorry. Yeah. Damn it. Don't don't mind me, I'm not a tech guy. This?
0: A bad day happens, a family emergency happens, I can promise you a joker's gonna still get it done. When your brinks tell you it's
1: not working, when the haters tell you it's not working, you can it. I'm telling you, at one
0: point, God says, You've done enough. It's your turn. So, like, stuff like that, like, you don't even know what I do, and you're like, That, I mean, that looks cool right? And I'm just like, whoa, what on earth was that? And then the little TikTok um, was when I was on tour in Germany. That's one of my biggest German leaders. He's like, you have to TikTok with me. I'm like, I don't do the TikTok thing. That's for 12-year-olds who like to dance. He's like, no, Jesse Lee, this is like three years ago. And it's uh, just, I mean, you guys probably already saw it anyway, uh, but it's just, I mean, whatever. Uh, it's a little one transition fun. one. You guys saw it, right? I don't know how to get this one the play. I mean, it's, fine. it's fine. A oh. bad day happens. I mean, oh, wait, no, he nope. Here we go. So, like, stuff I don't want to do. And this 40 year old man is like, can we please do a TikTok? <laughs> what? I'm like, okay, so this is like one of my first TikToks. I think it's my, think it's my second one. He made me do another dancing one with some like heel clicking thing. It took us hours to learn. It was terrible. And I will tell you though, that man drives over a million dollars a month in revenue. So I'm like, I'll do your little freaking stupid whatever the hell. <laughs> so, what are those things? Like, do you really think I want to wear a damn matching onesie? Come on guys, Like, not not the same outfit that Where's I like Josh? to wear. Huh? You got a matching onesie no, ready to I, go?
1: I think Josh probably does though.
0: Oh yeah, see uh, perfect, they got the matching onesies is, together. Is there another video? No, 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 you're good. So like, sometimes it takes that to build that culture because you're really building the relationships. If I can train you on nothing else throughout office today, you've probably noticed there's a string of deep, deep, deep relationships. I have a quote that I say all the time, it's actually on, it's on the wall at my corporate office, and it says, people don't leave where they're loved. And I'm not telling you, you have to be a big, open, mushball, super vulnerable, whatever. No, you can still be your big, bad, tough guy, whatever, but people need to know how much you care about them. I'm, you won't remember everything I'm saying. I'm going to be the funny girl for most of you. <laughs> like she was entertaining. I liked her. I, you'll remember how I made you feel. And then you'll watch more of my content after we leave and you'll be like, she's wicked smart. That's how it works. Same thing with this. I'm like, oh my God, fine. You know, I thought we were just going to eat schnitzel. No, apparently we're freaking dancing too. Excellent. Okay, great. All right. Y'all are, uh, this is right up your alley. I know y'all are personal development people. You wouldn't be here, but I want you to put a twist on it if you can. I do book clubs with our organization, which have changed the game for us. Every single night, 15 minutes, I do a book club with our organization. Okay, there, this is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people every single night. And all my businesses are invited to it, it's just my network marketing business, they seem to care more about personal development than anybody else does, okay? I have a huge podcast, it's like number 11 in entrepreneurship in the world right now, so they're constantly given homework to listen to it and give takeaways, and again, I incentivize the people who send takeaways into different chats and stuff through telegram channels and things of that nature, okay? But this over here, this book club thing, like right, who's read the book Atomic Habits? James Clear. If you have not read that book, like that book is probably how I made, maybe not my first million dollars, but like definitely like three to 10. Okay. That book changed everything. And I'm like, if I could get my entire sales force to read that book and understand habits. We can scale. Make sense. So we created a culture around this, a culture around learning and I get on there and I basically mother goose them because how many of you have some, some component of your business has sales in it? Anyone? Sales somewhere? I'm guessing all of us. What happens after 200 no's in a day? It sucks. You have the armor and it still sucks for you. You don't like the you don't even like two no's. Most of you are like 200, what the hell? All right, I do a lot of social media. Okay, I can like blast through no's. Your new people get absolutely mortified, can we agree? From like a single no, they think that their whole life is gonna end. So every night I like tuck them into bed like a little mother goose, okay? We jump on a zoo and I read to them a chapter of a book. Like right now we're doing atomic habits. And I'm like pouring into these people You know, I'm reading and I'm coaching and I'm reading and I'm coaching. It's just 15 minutes. And then I'm like, all right, guys, i love you. all I will see you tomorrow. Let's have an awesome day tomorrow. Let's crush it. Let's break some records. Let's do whatever. It's 15 minutes. They are like, yeah, yeah. They're ready for bed, right? Well, they're like not ready for bed because then they're all hopped up on Jesse Lee. Okay? (laughs) I don't know how they sleep. Then they wake up the next morning and instead of being like, all I did was get nose yesterday, they're like, ha ha, I got a lot of nose yesterday. But today's a new day, because I got to bed by Jesse Lee. That sounds really bad, I need to change that language. But like, oh, I've done so many good books. You guys all have good books. You have, has everyone read Winning by Tim Grover? Okay, can you imagine if you read that book to your whole sales force? I love it because he's so mean in the book, you know, and like, I don't have to be mean then. I can be like, "Woo, Tim, that was harsh. That's right. These people are being losers. I didn't say it, guys. I didn't say it. I didn't call y'all basic bitches. It was Tim. You know, like I get to like blame Tim Grover and be like, who's not going to be a loser tomorrow? You know, like I get to use the author. It's like a cop-out strategy, but it works really well. But in all seriousness, they're not reading anyway. If you ask your people, when was the last time you read a book, they're going to say like 1984 which is also a book, ironically, okay? So they're not reading, they're not developing, and if you want a, like a monster team, a monster sales force, monster real estate business, you gotta get these people understanding how business actually works, all right? And then, I really wanna talk about this, so let's get through this really fast. This is my lab, my leadership advisory board. These are all of my basic C-suite VPs. Every single one of these departments, they head. Inside of all these departments, whether it's marketing, social media, communication, finance, events, international business, environment, culture, training, and swag, it runs like a pyramid essentially. So I'm up here. the only people who ever report to me is the lab, okay? Now the only people who report to each of them are their heads of departments. So as an example, let's use marketing, okay? Marketing, we might have four campaigns going on at a time. Each campaign is ran by a head of a department. you understand? Make sense? So there's not a whole bunch of cooks in each kitchen. Everybody is working on one project. Now those heads of department create a team under there, and everything runs up only to them and then only to me. Everything. To some of you, too many people have too much access to you. And it's hurting your ability to scale because you are being pulled in 10,000 different directions. Can anyone relate to that? Because I know that was one of my big things. I was like, I felt like I had to know everything about everything about everything. By the time I got to that event that I, sh- that I just showed you that whatever, I had paid for that videographer and the photographer. I had paid for the gigantic flags to represent all 41 countries. I had paid for AV. I had paid for the speakers. I had paid for all of it. And I had no idea about any of it at the same time. Does that make sense? I walked into this event, and I'm like, we have a Chinese dragon? <laughs> yes! Like, literally, like, a, like, people in a dragon suit doing, like... I mean, it was, like, the most. Okay? I'm very extra, so I was, like, very into it. Okay? Like, the huge empire sign was the light. I had no idea. I had no idea. Because the finance department and the events department worked together and put it together. I walked into a completed event. So, like... How many of you just need to maintain more of a CEO role and still have your hands where you need it to be, but allow you the freedom to also scale and do the parts of your business that will actually grow your business? Is that resonating with anyone? Like you're like, oh my gosh. Ooh. And some of you have a couple people way overworked. Like some of you would probably try to put marketing in the same same box as communication, as the same box as swag. They're like, but like marketing, because they're wearing the logos. No, have you ever tried to, to outfit people? That is a whole job, I assure you, okay? Like I promise you. So that has changed the game. I just wanted to show you my newest Lamborghini, okay? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the, the favorite things like I talked about, make sure on there, this, I just wanted to make a second point on this, Amazon wish lists. Okay, so on that Google form, when you go home and make a Google form, make sure there's somewhere where it's like, please include your Amazon wish list. That's just the easiest thing ever on earth to do. You know, if you're like, hey, I got a $20 budget for gifts, I got a $15 budget for gifts, $100 budget for gifts, you can go right on there. It's something that they obviously want and, it, and it's useful. I'm big, a big fan of Telegram. If you're not already using Telegram, I think Telegram is pretty much the future. I think it's going to kill WhatsApp. Um, there's just too many functionalities. I've been connected to the CEO and the software programmer. They're they're wicked smart. Like there's so much coming out on Telegram that like we don't even know about. So for sure, I already talked about contests in general. And then I just want to show you this photo because I think it's so cool. So that's our logo. And then that was our group photo from our last event, which I think is super cool. So I think culture is literally everything. I think that if you can get more and more and more people bought into the vision of where you want to go and feel so part of what you're doing not just like oh i go to work and i do i sell real estate oh i go to work and i help do social media oh i go do marketing oh i go behind a computer i do e-commerce you can scale your business to however big you want it to be because if i know anything about entrepreneurship it's that the limit literally doesn't exist so my name is jesse lee you can call me Lee. i hope this was useful today for you guys i know i fire hosed you but hopefully the uh the images helped you guys out too feel free to ask any questions i'm just i'm Lee on all social media and uh that's that <laughs> <laughs>